to talk about NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. You are listening to the Tandem Draft, a NASCAR podcast presented by the Tom Yee Experience. Hello, Tommy. Hello, everybody else. Holy crap. We just watched The Clash. This the Bushlight Clash at the LA Coliseum. This is an almost instant reaction. We had to wait a few minutes, gather our thoughts that we didn't write down. So this is all going to be coming from memory. But The Clash, all together as one event, absolutely incredible. It was way better than it would have been if it was just another 75-lap race at the Daytona International Speedway. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it Saturday and Sunday, which makes it even better, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I think that NASCAR did very well in bringing a new audience to the sport. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, the results of which will remain to be seen. But uh, speaking as a NASCAR fan that was going to watch the next race no matter what, yep, uh, this was an incredible improvement, and hopefully, it will prove fruitful for the. Uh, the sanctioning body in the future, but yeah. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, so give it up for NASCAR. Way to go, NASCAR. Thank yeah. you, studio audience, for supporting the sport <laughs> that mean, we love so dearly. They're, they're good people. Yes, good they people are. here. Um, I guess, where do we, I mean, where do we start? Do we start, I guess we start with practice. Yeah, we'll just start with yesterday. I'm, yeah. Like I'm what trying, first things you thought of when you... Yeah, I'm trying to think of things that happened prior, like from the last time we recorded to prior, like prior to the clash that happened. And the only thing that I can think of newsworthy is the um, the renovations with Auto Club Speedway that we talked about, how California was going to change from a two-mile track to a half-mile track. Mm-hmm. Uh, not On hold on. for now. Yes. Uh, which is understandable because that is an incredible uh, investment to do, to renovate a two-mile track into yeah. a half-mile track. But uh, understandable. Um I was excited to see it as a half-mile track. It still might happen, but at the same time, you know, the more I think about it, I mean, California on its own, it is the same layout as Michigan, but I think I, I think it's quite a bit different in it, terms of the racing that yeah, it provides. Yeah, different. So I'd like to see how this car performms on it, and, you know, maybe yeah. we'll keep it the same. Yeah, and maybe I like we it. just replace another track like Texas. Exactly like Texas. Uh, Man, I, we Texas. talked about this during the during the clash, but I fear that Atlanta is going to turn into Texas now. Yeah, that's going to be another show that's going to be interesting. The uh, the show going in and the one coming out are going to be interesting because we're going to be we're going to be a little on edge. Yeah, yeah. They they just repaved Atlanta for the first time since like 1998. Something crazy. So yeah. So and the drivers loved it prior mm-hmm. to it being repaved, and it was different for the fans. Cause it, it was kind of boring from the stands if you really didn't pay attention and know what was going on, especially if you didn't have a radio. If you're at if you're at Atlanta and you don't have a radio and you can't hear to people, it's like, oh my god, like <laughs> this is awful. But oh, we'll see, see what happens. Yeah. Um, but as for the clash, uh, the drivers made their way to L.A. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of them. Uh, Austin Sindrick in the two truck. You had a fun story. Yeah, interesting uh, with their uh, the new sp- or their uh, not new sponsor because they were. Uh, I think it's Freightliner. It's part of Freightliner, it, I believe. Uh, Cascadia, Cascadia, 
um, new electric cabs uh, for semis. Um, they drove uh, his hauler to the Coliseum with an electric cab, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's different. Um, it was said to be the first electric cab used to bring a NASCAR vehicle to a NASCAR track. Uh, however, the cab did not bring it all the way from uh, North Carolina to California. A, a traditional diesel cab brought it to Fontana, California, where it was switched out for this electric one, as apparently with the load uh, has about a 50-mile range for its charge. Uh, so a little ways to go with that one. Well, it, get, yeah. it makes more sense for, you know, stuff around, like we're in an, a fairly industrial warehouse yeah. area. If you're bringing stuff from warehouse to warehouse, that's fine. Yeah. Save you some money there maybe, but uh, yeah, not quite to the <laughs> long haul point. It's, However, yeah, it's worth it because the car looks badass. So, car does look yeah, incredible. Yeah, it looks like Tron. Yeah, uh, it is a little funny that they're <laughs> trying to bring like an electric truck cab to bring a NASCAR car that's going to guzzle yeah. all of the gasoline. We'll, we'll wait until we have uh, the ha- the hybrid cars in the next couple of years. What? Yeah. What <laughs> happens uh, like if they go to an electric charge? They're gonna have to swap cars like halfway through the race. They'll probably do like a battery swap or something, right? So, yeah, well, instead of like like, a fuel like we stop. used to do with our flip phones. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we could take the batteries out? Mm. Android users probably still can. Bunch of nerds. Nerds. This is pro, this is a pro Apple podcast. Uh, if you're listening on Android, we appreciate it. We still do. Nerd. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm t- my pea brain cannot understand all the components of your smart no. person phone. That's right. So I like all the sameness of my generic phone. Yeah, I Thank love you. giving my information to the government. Yep. Um, this episode is brought to you by the government. <laughs> uh, the government. We are watching at all times. Yikes. All right, so the clash. I tried to find a button yep. to press because I wasn't going to hit the hype horn, and I sure wasn't going to hit the applause there. Uh, oh, that, they're I here. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Uh, so uh, what do you thought? So this was the first time that we saw, like, every team on track, or all of the charter teams on track yep. was at practice. Um, I want to say numbers move forward. Uh, once they're on the track, I don't notice. It, you know, oh, yeah, matter. the numbers on uh, the side. This is like the first time we've really seen all the cars at once with that. I like it. Yeah. I, I don't think I hated it when it started either. Yeah, I think the the only thing is that some teams just need to figure out how to make the cars look good, yes. and but some of them already have. For instance, the 21 Wood Brothers car. I think they just need to expand that Motorcraft logo a little yeah. bit, and there's a you little bit what? of negative space. You know what? You know, I, I'll be damned. Yeah. Look who just walked in. By God, Ward Burton again. Coming in, Ward. So we're we're talking about Harrison's car here and how they can improve the the side of it. You know that they moved the numbers up uh, up to the front part of the of the side there. Um, how do you feel about that? A, B. Um, can you come back later when we talk about uh, Harrison? Uh, so I feel uh, that the twenty one car uh, from uh, Virginia. I feel it looks great as long as the name Burton is above the name rail. Mm. I feel like personally, you could put the 21 car on the lug nuts. You could put it on the window net. You could put it on the windshield. You could put it on the inside of the car. You could put it on the outside of the car. But it doesn't matter. So I like the car because Good Harrison time. Burton is running it. Yes. All right. Thank you. All right. We're do, we're gonna put you on the other side of the couch there. Uh, j- here's here's a bag of bugles. Enjoy yourself while we. Uh, thank you, sir. I yeah. love bugles All historically. Right. There we go. Uh, we'll bring you back. Thanks, uh, Ward. Yeah. Thanks, Ward. Um, 
Yeah, give it up for Ward. Um, good guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Well, we, we have to say that he's sitting right here. Yeah. Um. Anyways, the twenty-one. I think it looks great. Yeah. Mm. If they could make the motorcraft a little bigger, sure. Um. The nine car. Chase Elliott's Napa car. I feel like that one. There's some. I don't, there's some weird stuff going on with like around the A post, like some weird design. But the on the from like a pure sponsorship placement standpoint, yeah. they put the number the they put the sponsor logo right under the door where the number used to be. Bam. That's how it should work. That's they got they work. figured that out. Same with the twenty four and the Valvoline. Yeah, Oof, that, that was a good looking. Yeah, car. that is a good looking car. I think they just need to put that Valvoline V and again just the negative space. That's yeah. all you got to work with. Yeah. Sign yeah. some more sponsors. Make some more money. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, you didn't really notice. Yeah. Um, I, I, it looks good. It's, yeah. a, it's nice. It's fun that they're doing the change with the change in the car. So, it, like, the car actually looks different, mm-hmm. and it's got, a like, a different... It looks car. very different. Yeah. Like, like and The body I noticed, looks different, yeah. but, but, like, the... the like the the wraps and stuff look different too, and yeah. I think that helps notice how different the cars look. I think like and and we were talking about this during the race too. Um, the cars look. It is like I know that they were supposed to be, and that we've been seeing these cars for a long time now. But now that we're seeing them in race conditions and everything, they look extremely similar yeah. to a stock vehicle. Yeah. They look so. It's so weird. It's like nice. They look completely different yeah it's good it's we're, it feels like we're going back to stock car racing yes and they sound better too yeah they but sound great that's neither here nor there yeah so they yeah so the, the garage area at the coliseum is a was is a, a street, street just the road slash parking lot yeah yep. and uh and <laughs> kind of right next to an apartment complex yeah. where you could just look down and bam there's a how many car garage how many cars got the catalytic converter stolen Mm. When they're parked on the street, they, they got to put them back in the haulers overnight, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would hope so. Yeah, um, but I mean, it was cool, and they had to go down the street mm-hmm. and down the tunnel to get onto the track. I mean, it was just, it was just so weird. Like, here's a NASCAR car just going down the streets of LA to yeah. get to the place where he's going to race his car. Robbie Gordon would get a ticket for that kind of thing. Yeah, when he, yeah, uh, and I when they got on the track, the first. Uh, the first practice, they get out there. Like the first couple of laps, you could tell that nobody really wanted to do anything. And I think it was Christopher Bell that was just like, you know what? Yeah, he was guys. the first. Yeah, he put he, he put like it. a good couple tents on him for a long time. Yeah. So he was one of the early, the one of the first people that that like clearly had a good idea of what yeah. he was. So I mean, he was just racing at the Chili Bowl. Yeah. yeah. As as was Kyle Lar- yeah. as was so Kyle Larson. Were, so what? There uh, were eight cars out there at a time. Yeah, something like eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, a very small amount of cars would be on the track, which makes sense. Uh, it must have been yeah. nine because there were 36 yeah, entries, right? Uh, so nine. And it was three groups. Three so groups. 12 cars. So 12 cars. 12 cars. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it, and, I mean, they you could tell the first go around, they were definitely just trying to feel it out. Mm-hmm. Second yeah. go around, they were starting to try to pass each other a little mm-hmm. bit. Still weren't being aggressive. Except uh, if you were Kevin Harvick. Except you were Kevin Harvick, yeah. yeah and, uh, yeah. Kevin Harvick and Corey LaJoy kind of going at it weirdly, mm-hmm. which uh, we have some breaking news on Corey LaJoy. Yeah. Uh, breaking news on Corey LaJoy. Uh, looks like he's a little bit transphobic, so not cool, Corey LaJoy. Yeah. Yikes. That is all. Yeah. Um, we, we are a welcoming podcast for all. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, so he got into it a little bit with Kevin mm-hmm. Harvick. Um, they were the first to really like kind of bump each other a little bit. But the, I think the highlight of Saturday was the qualifying. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm a huge fan of single car qualifying, um, especially at the beginning of the season when there's so many new things and new storylines and new things to, to uh, discuss. 
Um, but yeah, it was just one car at a time. I just I just love the feeling, the nostalgia yeah. of the of the single car qualifying. Uh, nice, nice on a short track. It was so fast. Yeah, it was so so quick. Bam, bam, bam. We got the cars out of the way. Yeah, there are three laps. You had some guys doing crazy things, uh, getting their tires warmed up. Uh, clearly, it seemed to be an advantage to go out a little bit later. Definitely uh, an advantage to go out later. Yeah. We had some surprises, like some uh, Ryan Priest was pretty quick. Didn't expect to see stuff like that um, from a Rick Ware car, even though it's kind of a Stuart Haas car. But yeah, um, yeah, it was just uh, there. You could really sense. I mean, obviously, you're really fast guys were the fastest guys but kyle bush went yeah yeah kyle bush overall uh, but uh it was nice to see a little bit of parody you know you had your yeah. justin haley was was really strong um i personally was happy that bubba wallace qualified where he did about you know mid teens uh because he started the first competition of the season of practice in dead last yeah, so i was he, a little worried and he was not happy about his car i don't blame him yeah uh there was a little little bit of a problem but uh yes. we got through it uh hey he finished the right he wasn't last in the race spoiler wasn't alert last in the race spoiler alert which Ooh, is non-factor yeah not last yeah not first yeah Ooh. uh but yeah qualifying was fun mm-hmm. i it brought me back because i used to go to qualifying at atlanta motor speedway mm-hmm. like we would we would go because they would do it on a thursday afternoon or a thursday night and a single car, one at a time, loved it. It was awesome. There's only one car to watch. And then, like, you would watch the car go around, and then you would look up to the leaderboard mm-hmm. to see who would to see who it was. So I'm a big fan of single car qualifying. We think that that's going to be the case all yep. year long. Yeah, there's weird, uh, weird things with sessions and orders and everything that we'll, yeah. we'll get to when we uh, talk about Daytona next week. Right. Um, but, yeah, essentially single car qualifying. Yeah. So, Kyle Busch, fastest overall. Surprise, surprise. Kyle Busch Joey, is fast. Yeah, Joey yeah. Logano also. Um, there were a couple of, of surprises, like we talked about up top, um, but it really didn't matter at that point. Obviously, you wanted to be higher up because then you started higher yeah. in your in your. And heats. you didn't have a lot of time in the heat race, with as short as they were. Yeah, 25 laps in the yeah. heat races. And they went by really fast. They did. Yes. So, the first two heat races, there really wasn't much going on. Maybe the, the first one was like... You blinked and it was yeah, over. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, there was a little bit of action. Mm-hmm. You had like Austin Sindrick and the two uh, spun out a couple of times. And then, but Joey Logano just ran by. Kyle Bush like dominated the first one. Joey Logano dominated the second one. But then the third heat race, mm-hmm. that got, it got a little bit more interesting. Yep. Yep. 25 laps. Yeah, yeah. 25 laps seemed like they were never going to end. Uh, <laughs> and finally they did. But, Man, was it cool. Yeah. Yeah. We really saw, you know, the drivers were fine. You know, they'd watched the rest of the 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 heats and understood that they were, yeah, like, you know, the amount of time and what they needed to grab. So we saw that uh, in the fourth heat race as well. Yeah. Um, slowed down a little bit in the last chance qualifier. Yeah. In the first, in the, in the first yeah. last chance qualifier, a uh, little, little slow. Yeah. Um, well, that's okay. Yeah. Because we're not here for a wreck fest. No. Uh, however, we got one. Until we got to the second final oh my god so the last chance the second last chance qualifier i feel like the the field accordioned and flipped and moved back and forth like people were worse to first all over the place before it even started martin truex jr he's like yeah he uh, was already in based on because kyle larson had already hit race his way in and he in his heat so truex being second in points you know he was going to get the provisional as the highest in points that didn't make it in in a race if he didn't make it so him and his crew chief decided, 
Yeah, we're just going to sit this one out. Which at first we were like, Man, yeah. anything could happen. You should totally. Yeah. And then, then we you know, understood. Just as a, like, obviously there's no benefit for him to do it. So he made the right choice, but he really made the right choice. Uh, yeah. Because this race took forever. And there's not a car that didn't get yeah. bumped and, and bruised at some point. Uh, so uh, Ty Dillon had quite a bit of problems uh, for, you know, him and Harrison Burton got into it quite a bit. Um, he spun Harrison at one point, uh, and they were side-by-side side racing and bumping into each other a lot. Uh, he jumped a restart yep, uh, twice, which ended up costing yes. him the victory. He was called the victor. Eventually, uh, he, yeah. He celebrated. It was a cool moment. Good for Ty Dillon coming back to the Cup Series. Yeah. And then during a commercial break, it gets taken away, and a Rick Ware racing car yes. of Ryan Priest uh, is technically the victor. And brings Harrison Burton into the yes. final show. So, which brings us to uh, Ward Burton still with us here. Um, if you'll put the bugles down, that would be great. Um, thank you very much. Uh, Ward, have you ever believed in karma? Well, you see, I never believed too much in karma because I always thought my brother Jeff was kind of an asshole. Uh, and he turned out to be quite successful. Uh, but at this time, uh, I think what happened to Ty Dillon, I think the Lord himself above smited Ty Dillon uh, for getting into my nephew Harrison Burton. So I think that, that uh, God is good. Uh, I, I'll pray on it. I'm very happy for what happened uh, to Ty Dillon. Hopefully he uh, thinks about what he has done, and he prays on it as well. Mm. Um, but the bottom line is is that Harrison Burton made it into the feature, and Ty Dillon did not. Thank uh, you, thank you, Lord. Are you still going? What will this will this carry over to Daytona? Is it done? How do you feel personally? Uh, personally, I think that this small moral victory is going to propel Harrison Burton into the championship of the uh, NASCAR Cup Series. I feel like this is exactly the start that we needed of the season for the Burton family. Um, now, generally, you think, hey, boy, doesn't momentum come from, like, victories or top ten? Absolutely not. Mm. It comes from how you feel inside when you strike down your enemies gotcha. mentally, and yeah. that's what we did. Uh, and you feel that way after Harrison just came nowhere close to winning the final feature? I was not watching the final feature. Okay. I was too busy eating the rest of your bugles. Okay. All right. It made sense. Well, uh, thank you, Ward, for stopping by again. Man, how many miles has have you put on that, that four-wheeler? I mean, Personally, I do not know how to count that high. Okay. All right. Ward Burton, everybody, thank you very much. Uh, wow. Yeah. Ward. Really good guy. Really good Appreciate guy. Appreciate him coming by. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's good for the environment to leave that four-wheeler just kind of running outside. Yeah. It's kind of pissing off. The, he just parked in the grass. Yeah. It's kind of a yeah. weird, like there's a whole like lot. He could park in front of the garage yeah. or something. No, yeah. I, yeah. Give him credit though. He was, I did see him out there earlier in the week. Uh, he had the, the plow on the front of it. So he did help us out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, he kind of piled it in front of somebody else's garage door, yeah. but, you know, yeah. I mean, it's something. Yeah, so uh, thanks, Ward, uh, for stopping by. Uh, yeah, Harrison Burton, I mean, sneaked it, like we literally sneaked into the mm -hmm. to the final show, but 
final show did not treat him well. No. Um, Nor did it treat quite a few people well. Well, before the show even started, everybody was treated well with some Uno Dos Tres Pitbull. Yes. Uh, the the first performance by a NASCAR team owner during a NASCAR broadcast. Well, we I think. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. Uh, I know uh, Richard Childress is an accomplished uh, champion of the Macarena. Okay. Uh, I believe uh, the first Dover race in 1994, he did a like a Ma- Macarena marathon. It oh. lasted about 60 mm. minutes. Okay. Um, but I think that might count. I don't know. Was but that pre-race though? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like six in the morning though. And I don't know if anybody was watching. Now this wasn't a points race. So does it count? Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know what? I'll give Pitbull he a has, 10. He has performed before the Daytona 500 before though. Does it, has it? He gave the, uh, gave the, the command. Oh, that okay. was something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one, he, he, he blessed us with his presence, who we found out is 41 years old, and I call BS. Yeah, he looks, I, personally, I think he looks exactly the same as he always has. <laughs> he had like a beard, though, and... and, and it, he looked it like aged, Stone Cold Steve Pitbull. It, <laughs> yeah, it aged what? a little <laughs> It aged a little bit. Yeah. He, uh... Well, yeah. the, the, but the, tr- 40, the trials of NASCAR <laughs> team ownership. Yeah. But 41, like, yeah. is that his Miami age, or... Like, or is it dog ears? He is a pit bull. <laughs> he is a pit bull. So. Yeah, somebody divide that. Yeah. Somebody do that math. Ward? Yeah. Yikes. No? no okay. He's gone. He's yeah. gone. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there was pit bull at the Coliseum. Uh, some some ladies dancing behind him in checkered flag unitards. Mm-hmm. Uh, NASCAR. Yeah, nothing NASCAR. Says, nothing yeah. says NASCAR quite like it. Yeah, a bunch of white people trying to relate to pop music. Yes. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So um, we had some interesting uh, grand marshals. Of whom I don't remember them all, but you had Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Them California sports legends. Reggie Bush. Yeah. Matt Leinert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that played for Townsend, who played for the Raiders. Uh, Dave Roberts, who's the manager of the Dodgers. Um, the lady who was the volleyball player. And other people. Yep. Uh, Richard Ramirez was in there. Yeah, sure. Yep. Nailed it. Um, so, yeah, we got... And and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was supposed to be there. It. And I uh, just uh, would have uh, loved. He him. was sick. Yes. Yeah. Would have loved to see him standing right next to Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Pick him up. Give Jeff him a Gordon. Hug. Jeff Gordon would have been below his hip. A little kiss on the forehead. <laughs> hey, Jeff. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we get into the main event. So the main event of the evening. The main event. The Bushlight Clash of the LA and Coliseum. Yeah, it starts off exciting. Yeah. Because they're side by side, but then they they branch out a little bit. Uh, this was uh, from the beginning. Uh, this was the Tyler Reddick show. He, yeah. after winning his heat earlier in the day, uh, he was just running away with this one. It was him, and then Joey Logano and Kyle Busch were fighting for second. Yeah. Uh, and that was that was it. I mean, yeah. everybody else was kind of in line, just kind of going around. Mm-hmm. We had uh, some surprises with uh, Denny Hamlin and uh, Mark Truex. Really non-factors. Yeah. Uh, Truex just kind of got lapped a bunch of times. Yeah. So then, yeah. So then, late, almost there was a the. the the break at halftime at mm-hmm. 75 laps. Right before that, uh, there was a caution, mm-hmm. and Denny Re- Hamlin went yeah. out. Denny, uh, Denny had a, a a mechanical issue. He was out. Um, I believe that's the same time that uh, uh, Ricky crashed. Yes, Ricky uh, Spinhouse. Yeah. The Ricky Spinhouse Race wreck of the official. week. Yep. Yeah. There's your winner. Uh, in the car that does not utilize the hood space properly because oh it just had the, the Food for Less logo oh. just all the way at the bottom and then a bunch of blank space. It looks so bad. 
Uh, that that team it, is notorious for their just bizarre and yeah. bad paint schemes. So is, we'll see how that continues. It is throughout really the season. funny. Like the before the race, they did like this thing where all the people were like the drivers were with their teams and they were sitting in this old car in front of a green screen and they acted like they were driving <laughs> yeah and everybody had their teammates and stuff mm-hmm. and then it was ricky by himself by himself and then in Strive. front of the green screen he takes the keys out of the ignition but while the it's car moving is moving and he's on the 101 like that's just not i mean smart. i know la traffic is bad but he was moving at a pretty good clip not smart at and, all and that's why he crashed and that's why he crashed yeah so he he spins but then yeah during the caution denny hamlin out mechanical yeah. issue yeah and then the car that dominated everything tyler reddick he, he broke a transaxle which we furiously googled yes. uh, throughout the rest of the event well we, we turns out yeah. it's something that attaches the transmission to the axle something you need yeah something necessary clearly to the operation of the vehicle yeah um so that took we took care of tyler reddick uh which was kind of a bummer it would have been cool to see would have been you know, very cool he's not, he hasn't won a cup race before would have yeah. been cool to see him win yeah. um the biggest exhibition race personally i think they've ever held yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we have the then we have a halftime break. Yep. And then the guy from the Tide commercial comes out. Yeah, we we did get we received a text from a loved one, mother. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted a doctor for uh, it. My mother but, said, "Is the, Ice Cube is performing?" And she goes, "Is that the guy in the Tide commercial?" Which made everyone in the room laugh. Which is definitely why he's famous. Yeah, for the Tide commercial. Which yeah. Which also he features is, Stone Cold Steve right, Austin. Which he is not in the Tide commercial. <laughs> That's not him? Ice-T is in the Tide oh, commercial. Ice That's why is? it was funny. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> I, so I vaguely remember the Tide commercial. I don't even... like. I, like it, it, it's past my brain. Okay. So I told her that it was the guy from which the Tide commercial. Which I thought you were just being funny. And it wasn't. Man, that's even funnier. So she's all kinds of confused now. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Uh... Are you looking it up right now? I'm just making sure that there wasn't a. Uh, yeah, I know it was iced tea. Now, right? That I'm thinking no, of I know. It. I just want to make sure that there's not like a second one. One the where he comes in. Uh, uh, yikes! So uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah. Oh, good for him. They call him Matty Ice. Yeah. That's the lamest okay. nickname I've ever heard. Well, let's. Well, okay. Now it's coming together. Matty Ice. Matt yeah. Ryan. Ice tea. Stone cold. What is vanilla ice? Why doing? are we? Why is, is is it like is it like a Tide product that you wash with cold water? Is that I, why I we're doing so. this? They're cold calling. Uh, yeah. I think uh, I think the next one that's going to premiere during the Super Bowl is uh, uh, Schwarzenegger uh, reprising his role as Mister Freeze. <laughs> um, so that's uh, mm. something to look forward to. Okay. Um, All right. Who's that guy in the Cardinals whose last name was Freeze? Uh, David Freeze. David Freeze. Retired. Uh, he. Uh, yeah, so he's not busy. 2011 World Series there. hero. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Okay. They're just missing one guy, mm. and that's the one that she picked out to be in the commercial. Yes, uh, yeah. So, anyways, Ice Cube performed. <laughs> <laughs> and, man, the the crowd shots were pretty fun with that. Yeah, people were into it, but, you know, clearly you can tell that what there's a lot of people there that, you know, didn't listen to Ice Cube. Uh, you can't, you know, can't please everybody. That's okay. Can't please everybody. But uh, just seeing a bunch of white people... Uh, Filming on their Snapchat. And, grooving and grooving, yep. yeah. Uh, I love to see some white people shucking and jiving, personally. Definitely. Uh, that's a good time for me, personally. Yep. Um, always one of my uh, favorite pastimes. Um, so crowd shots in awkward situations like that, prime people watching. Perfect, yes. So mm-hmm. we had Ice Cube. Uh, and then after that, Green Flag. And then Ryan Blaney spins out Chase Elliott. 
Well, no, he didn't. No, no it the, looked the like fear, he did. The fear of, of Ryan Blaney spun out Chase Elliott. Yeah. Cha- Maybe it, revenge yeah. for the thought of revenge led Chase Elliott to From just kind of lose clash. it. Yeah. Last which was year, bizarre. yeah, they got into it, and then Kyle Busch won it. Yep. Uh, and But Chase, it almost looked like he thought that it was a dirt race. Yeah, because he, just, he immediately turned he the like wheel right. He just drifted right. and then just yeah. lost it. It was yeah. it was the strangest thing but I ever seen. Stayed in the race. Yeah. And then the I think the premier wreck of the night. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So the twenty four. Yeah, it gets in the back of Justin Haley. Justin Haley, who's been running like third or fourth the whole time. Yes, he's you right know. up there. Yeah, he's been there. Like yeah. he hasn't faded. Like he has been right yeah. there. And it was after. <laughs> excuse me. After the chase thing. Yeah. The restart. Uh, they're they're going down the backstretch and then they break for turn three. William Byron gets into Justin Haley, who gets into Kyle Larson, and then Justin Haley gets underneath Kyle Larson. They're going down the front stretch, but and then you can see, like after a replay, you can see Kyle Larson flip Justin Haley off and purposely put him in the inside wall that he hits so hard, takes his front left tire off, and they have to repair the wall. So Justin Haley's gone. Um, I mean blatantly obvious that it was on purpose right yes yeah and that was kind of a shame because like what uh, even if justin haley moved him out of the way like that's been happening the whole race yeah it's and he, it's a short he track. didn't like just blow by him he, he was they were just side by side yeah. and he didn't like run. And kyle larson still had the advantage larson's line wasn't taken away he was still on the bottom haley was yeah. just pushed under you know on the rumble strips yeah which people have been racing on and he just bumped into him quite. A, I mean, quite a bit, yes. But, but like, he didn't he like knock no him out of the way. They didn't lose a bunch of spots. Yeah. They were just side by side yeah. now. And Larson just like smat, like slams into him, yeah. flips him off, and then Haley goes right into the jersey barrier, which uh, cracks some concrete yeah. and just right. destroys the car of Haley, which yeah. really sucks. Really made me cringe because of the car shortage. Um, oh, granted, these yeah. are allegedly the test cars or some kind of right. things that are out of spec, but. I mean, obviously, you need. I mean, there's a lot of parts that you need that are now trashed. Yes, so yeah. that one sucks. And and the colleague racing too, who's just yeah, they starting. really yeah. This is yeah, colleague racing doing their first full time foray, and they're running two full time cars. And they were both in the finale. Yeah, yeah. Hendrick Motorsports. Who? Yeah, they didn't have all their cars in the yeah. finale, huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? So, uh, yeah, we're gonna get some colleague swag for yes, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that happens, and understandably, Justin Haley. Very upset, yeah. as I would be. Yeah, he was um, not happy. And then the very next caution, Ryan Blaney. Yeah, he had his incident. Yeah, with the uh, I, I, yeah, I can't remember the order there, but yeah, he uh, he got spun or hit by Eric Jones, and he throws Hans of Ice, which, um, I mean, Fun. I don't know if that was a gift. It was um, nice. He didn't catch Eric Jones. Did not catch it. No, and they were um, had to go back and get it because he wasn't out of the race. Yeah, and then he got back in the <laughs> he, got, yeah, back in he the got back in the car and continued the race. <laughs> I, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. He, they have to go get... Yeah. Okay, here's the debris that you just threw at somebody, this projectile. Yeah. You must now use it again. Yeah, yeah. So he gets back in the car. He finished the race. Yeah, but, that's something. Um. And, yeah. And so, But that was basically it for the race because then it was Joey Logano and Kyle Busch racing for the finish. Austin mm-hmm. Dillon making a little bit of an appearance. Uh, but Joey Logano and Kyle Busch, it was coming down to like 15 laps to go. It looked like Kyle was going to get a run to bump in, and we were so hoping that they yeah. were going to wreck each other. And then Kyle just spun the tires. Yeah, he a couple ate times up his tires. Yeah, he he was he, done. Uh, yeah, he locked up the front tires quite a bit, like yeah. very often, uh, and just kind of lost his drive. Yeah. His drive off. Yeah, uh, so, faded away. 
and uh, Joey. Joe Logano, uh, old man Joe, has uh, become the victor in the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. Yes. Uh, Tommy, uh, do you want to see this race happen again next year? Yeah. As is. In the Coliseum. It doesn't even have to be the Coliseum. I want more short track racing like this. I don't mind it being in the Coliseum again. Yeah. If they want to do it again, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But also, if this is how the Clash is, this is what I want the All-Star Race to be. Yeah. And I don't just want to see the cup cars. I want to see everybody. Yeah. I want to see chaos. So Not at the same race. The especially. Thing if I... it's a quarter mile, I don't need everybody on it. You know, But yeah. three, you have three sets of like heat races and then a final. Yeah. You could do it for every series, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. And I saw somebody talking about um, doing support races. Like this, somebody mentioned uh, this would be a great place for a like a celebrity race or something because lower oh. speeds, yeah, small sure. track, easy to learn. Yeah, like throwaway cool. cars. Yeah, um, you can do something. This would be something cool for something like SRX to do. I know they do their six weekends in a row in the yeah um, in the summertime, but that, I think that would be a cool. You know, just something else. Um, for, I wouldn't mind the fans seeing in the a area. quarter mile like like this with the heat races and everything mm-hmm. be an ev- like a a points event in the in the season, you know? I just I, I don't know how they'd run that. Um I don't I think it muddies a lot of things a lot of things up points wise because you take away so many of the things that you you know, the the element of the pit stop and essential and well, yeah. like how do you score somebody like somebody finished somebody finished like fourth in one heat. And then another guy finished fourth in their heat. Neither make it to the feature. Like, do they get the same amount of points? Well, they're doing it with the with the uh, dirt race at Bristol, right? Right. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this right now. I would give up a dirt race for this. I this I, was awesome. Yeah, I think I think I liked this a little more than Bristol dirt. I think I'd rather if they're racing dirt, I'd like them to do, to do that at a purpose built facility because I really like Bristol. As is, I think Bristol's fine. I think yeah. taking away Brist- one of the Bristol races is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, I think we can have both, just a dirt race somewhere else. There's plenty of places where we can do it. Um, but my thinking is, if it's at the Coliseum every year, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but this is a as as they want to do. I think this would be a great rotating event. We do this at MetLife. Do it at MetLife. Do it in Nashville. Do it uh, Soldier Field, please, for us. Well, I don't, I don't know, know about February. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. And you can't do it the way Soldier Field is now. Yeah. Can we do this in a dome? That's a thought. <laughs> Can we do this it, in a dome would, somewhere? It would be dependent on the fumage. I well, think. they do the Chili Bowl. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's, I mean, there's they do big monster enough, trucks. Yeah. There's big enough stadiums to where they, yeah, and like reversible or retractable. Yeah. Event like a. Uh, uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Is there? So you're a sports guy, Tommy. Sure. You know, you know your way around a stick okay. and ball sport. What is the field area difference between a football field and a baseball field? It depends on the stadium. Okay. Uh, and th- the only baseball stadium that comes to mind that you could probably do this. You know where I'm going. Cool. Oakland. Okay. Oakland used to be. I mean. It's where the Raiders used to play. Yeah, the A's, A's play yeah. there now. Mm-hmm. So they, they know how to, like, they can make room, uh-huh. like, move seats and stuff. Um, so I think it could be done in Oakland. But that being said, the Oakland Coliseum is definitely, like, getting torn down once yeah. the A's find a new home. So they'd have to do it quick. But uh, is there, like, any baseball stadium, like, 
if you're like just around like the warning track or whatever, like is that do you think that that's like would that if you just built the track along the outside of a baseball stadium, you think that would be more or less than a quarter mile? Um, I don't know. Okay, I don't know, but I don't think that the the width that you would need for a track, right, right, to go around like a or baseball stadium shape, like yes. it's almost a triangle. Yeah, I don't know. I think the straightaways would be too short. You know, because you, you don't need straightaways. They just make it like one big circle. I don't know. They just. I don't know if there's because I mean the, yeah. at the Coliseum there weren't really straightaways. Well, it was shaped uh, like a football. Yeah, well, yeah, but even, I think if you were to do it at a baseball stadium, it would be even less of that okay, straight. I gotcha. To where, like, if you're on the inside, you're just gonna win the whole time, you That's know. Fair. And nobody, yeah. like, once mm-hmm. you're in line, you're not passing anybody and you're not catching up to anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would work. I gotcha. Not that I'm like I'm not trying to like crap on your idea because I'm just thinking like Miller Park just to have it close to us because like, <laughs> yeah, it has yeah. a retractable roof. Yeah, Wrigley is way too small. Mm. Uh, Comiskey way too small. Yeah. Uh, I mean like, yeah. I the only place that's coming to mind like football stadiums maybe like MetLife like mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean just you, for the market purely yeah, like uh, yeah, and you wouldn't be able to do it like. In the shadows that would be of New like, York City. That would be an all-star event, you know? Because you mm. can't... I don't think you could do it at this time of year. It would be way too cold and That's snowy. Not a, that doesn't have a roof? No, MetLife does oh, not. No, oh, it's, it's yeah, open. You're right, you're right, yeah. you're right. Yeah, oh. you could not, yeah. Your dome stadiums, you're talking maybe Dallas, mm. Atlanta. Um, I don't know about Minnesota. I, yeah, don't, I don't think that would be really worth... That would not create the same buzz yeah. as... Yeah. yeah, Vegas. I think having it in Texas and not at the freaking texas motor speedway would be a great idea yeah yeah uh, i think i know they couldn't fill it but i doing this at jerry world would be hilarious again yeah. i know they would never fill it yeah uh and i like part of it seeing full uh pack stands is yeah. very important right uh optically yeah this but, is this is good i'm trying to think of different venues and stuff that uh, i would want to see something like this and the coliseum was a great place like it has history to it uh, they've done things like they've raced around the Coliseum, yep. but never in the Coliseum. They they showed on the thing in 1956. They did races at Soldier Field, yep. which how the Coliseum is now is very similar to mm-hmm. what Soldier Field was at the time. Yeah, yeah. So like, I Oakland is the only one that comes to mind that would probably be big enough for something to happen. Baseball wise, yeah. Well, not even yeah. baseball. Oh. Just like to have a track like at the Coliseum. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And outside. And in a climate of which you could actually have right, it right. happen. And I mean, if we already did one in California, I mean, I wouldn't. Re- I I would think doing it, moving from Southern California to Northern California is too similar and yeah. kind of a regression. Yeah. As and, much as I love Northern California, yeah, it's kind of yeah. You know, and you're kind of. I mean, you're cutting off half the country because it's too cold in a lot of places. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless you do it inside, like you said, uh, which I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how yeah. ventilation works. Right. Yeah. I, I mean. Like, yeah. yeah. You said they do monster. Okay, jam. Eventually. You're I mean. Right. Yeah. I mean. I don't. I don't. I mean. Eventually, you'll just pass out, so it won't matter. Good point. Yeah. You just take a little nappy. Yeah. Good point. Um. I would like to see change like that. Yeah, or I, you know what? Uh, I, Texas Motor Speedway. Just do it in the little track in the front. Yeah. yeah do it in the legends. The, the little legends quarter mile. Yeah. I don't know if it's wide enough. Not. It's not. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just do it. Figure it out. I don't care. <laughs> Anything would be better from than the Texas Motor Speedway, especially when they took it in its already poor form and then just ruined the turn one and two and yeah. flattened them out and widened it. And they ruined IndyCar race. They, 
Go uh, off. Okay. Just go well, off. Well, uh, so the Texas Motor Speedway, they d- they made both turns the different sizes, and they figured out a way to ruin mile-and-a-half IndyCar racing, yeah. which is just, e- like, of course it's going to be entertaining and death-defying and everything. Now it sucks. Yeah. Whatever. If your track needs a uh, traction compound to make the racing passable and even that doesn't work, I mean, let's just start over. Yeah. If you have any suggestions, by the way, of, of venues that you would like to see a NASCAR race, you should tweet them to us at the Tandem Draft. Yeah. Uh, I I just love that this opens up a bunch of possibilities. Like, yeah. they were saying international, and I'd love to see that. Be cool. But, there, I mean, there's stuff here too, still that we can try. I'm just glad that they're trying stuff, and we're not just doing the same thing over and over. Because from the entire time that we've been alive they haven't the schedule was yeah the, all that happened was they added kansas or since we started watching they added kansas and chicago and then 10 years later they added kentucky and also shitty cars and a shitty point system right yeah <laughs> so we're trying stuff and the schedule is you know we have some stuff we got to work on but we're trending in the right direction and this is a wild thing yeah that in 2004 15 we would have laughed at yeah like nobody, like would, nobody like, would do like this. we would never be so lucky yeah so that you know gotta, kudos yeah, kudos yeah to gotta them give my flowers it. to nascar yeah for this and one. you know what like even last year when they did the clash in the infield of daytona at it, the road course that w- was like oh my god they're yeah. doing something cool yeah it mean it sucked but <laughs> i yeah but it yeah, was the different. finish was cool but it was different and that's yeah. that's all that matters even if if they try something that doesn't work Great. That's fine. That's At better least you than tried. doing because the pre the last clash that was on the Daytona Oval was just a just a, a shame. Like yeah. every car crashed. Yeah. It was awful. And yeah, and it take like I mean it was that's what it was for so long and yeah. I get it. But kudos to them for being like, you know what, let's try to switch it up. And even like kudos to them for moving the all-star race. Yeah. They, they I mean they did that in the COVID moved, year. They put it yeah, at Bristol. They moved it to Bristol. Which was, Yay. which was cool. And then they moved it to Texas. And then they moved to Texas, uh, which was terrible. Oh well. And they're doing it at Texas again this year. Yeah. Uh, but maybe they'll move it again, you know? Like yeah. I think they're Please. I think they're listening to suggestions now, yeah. which is something they've never done before. Yeah. Yeah. It's um we don't have we without Brian France at the helm, things are trending in the right direction, which is why we're very excited to be watching NASCAR this season with yeah. all of the things that are being implemented. Yeah. Oh I, my god. Yeah. That's and it's great. a shame like obviously we're from Chicago so it's it's a shame that Chicagoland is not on the rotation anymore. Personally, I'd rather all of this change and not have the Chicagoland Speedway than just do the same thing yeah, every year. Yeah. That's like, what I was about I'm, to say. Yeah. For the great this is for the greater good. Yeah. Like, that's what I was about to say. Like it, like obviously we would like a a track to go to in our backyard. Yeah. But, you know, I'll take I'll take giving up Chicago for them to go outside of St. Louis. Yeah. To go to, to Road America. Road America. To yeah, to try all these different things. Yeah. To go to the Coliseum. Like yeah. this is awesome. Yeah, They're that's, changing. It's and a it's net cool. Pod, even though we took away what I thought was a good uh, one of the better one one and a half mile tracks, it's still a net positive because we we lost some stuff we didn't need. We yeah. we cut some dead weight. And we have better venues, more exciting venues. And even if they don't work out in all times, like last year's Circuit of the Americas race was kind of a bummer. It's probably going to be better this year as long as it doesn't rain. Yeah, as long as it doesn't rain and as long as they don't try to do it in the rain. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, clearly we're, it's a net positive so far. So, yes. you know, I'm just still excited. We're, we're riding yeah. high. Yeah. So Coliseum overall, great experience. Yeah, very positive. Uh, I hope, yeah, I just really hope that this. Yeah. We're obviously we see some benefits. Yeah. Don't don't get us wrong. We're pissed that Joey Logano won. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
yeah, we got no problems with Joey Logano. It's just, you know, he's just not nothing either way. <laughs> I just feel like he needed to rush home because he's having a freaking baby tomorrow. Well, he's not. Just go, well, yeah, his wife is having a baby. He is. <laughs> he's been he's atten- for weeks. He is attending the birth of his child there tomorrow. You he should probably go home. Yeah. Come on, Joey. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe he that's why he, he tried to rush off his post-race interview and then, and just then kept he's talking. just kind of hanging around. Yeah. I was like, go. Yeah, go. Go. Whatever. Yeah, they, that's why he drove so fast. Yeah. Just so, like Tony yeah. Stewart when he won at Watkins Glen in 2004, he was driving really fast because he pooped his pants. Pooped his pants. That <laughs> was so no, funny. They I, tried to like cover it up like in the broadcast too, and then eventually they were like, yeah, he just had some- He was uh, a little sick. Yeah. yeah. He's been dealing with some stomach issues. Yeah. And then we all knew. Uh, I had a, a a suction cup sign that I got at Spencer Gifts when I was in high school that just said, "I'm not speed. I'm only speeding because I have to poop." <laughs> Genius. Yep. Uh, all right. So congratulations, Joey Logano. Um, next is the Daytona 500. The Daytona 500 schedule is wild. It's un- it's unlike any other race yep. that we do. Um, I think we're starting on the Wednesday. After yeah. the football activities are so yes, complete. there's a big football game coming up. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, on Wednesday we'll be qualifying yep. at Daytona. Thursday will be the dual races. Friday will be the truck race. Saturday you have ARCA and Xfinity. The and best double header in motorsports yep. history. Yes, and please. Then Sunday we will have the Daytona 500. Uh, we are going to probably have an episode later this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, to talk about some other stuff going on NASCAR-wise, and we will get you set for what we have planned for Daytona. Yes. Um, so if you are not yet following the, the Tandem Draft on Twitter, which I know you're not because yeah. our followers are very minimal. Yeah, they're mostly spam accounts. That's okay. Follow it's the a number. Tandem Draft at the Tandem Draft. Just follow. You can follow it and mute it for all I care. Just follow. <laughs> Follow it. I kind of want the engagement, honestly. That's true. Yeah, if you like what we're doing, follow us on the Tandem Draft yes. on Twitter and Instagram. Like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Yep. Um, I'm a Spotify guy. What are you? Are you an Apple Podcast guy? I. You know what? I. Wherever. Yeah. I. I don't have a preference. Um. I. I'm lucky and happy that all of the different media ventures that I do are on all of the platforms. I don't care how you listen to it, just listen to it. Yeah. Uh, and put I, it on in the car while you sleep. appreciate while you, it. Yeah. I almost said put it on in the car while you sleep. That's two different things. Put yeah. it on in the car while you drive. Put it on when you go to sleep. Think about NASCAR and our soothing voices yelling about the Texas or, Motor Speedway. Yeah, or just go put it on your car and then go to sleep. Like, yeah. ups, like yeah. put your car, turn your car on in the garage. Yeah. Put the podcast on. Open the garage door, though, for uh, Christ's sake. Crack please. it. Yeah. yeah. Cra- you know. And then go upstairs and sleep. I don't like what we're suggesting. <laughs> I, don't, I think there's... We're going to get canceled. Uh, there's, there's laws against idling a vehicle. I, if it's yes. on your property, is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, episode later this week uh-huh. uh, for something. Yeah. And then uh, we'll get you set up for Daytona. Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe. Follow everything. And uh, we will discuss things later this week how many times can i say later this week before we end this podcast uh a good one more time probably we probably got one more in a yeah. in you uh yeah we will have another podcast later this week you're welcome <laughs>